Scratch That Itch, where Nick and I both review games that we choose through keyword searches on the website itch.io, where people produce and create indie games. Um, and yeah, it's uh, we are on to... Oh, what episode are we on to, Nick? Where, where are we at right now? Episode 8? Yeah, I, I was going to say take a guess, but your guess was accurate. And so uh, you could play it off right now, not as a guess, and just like that you knew that information because that's kind of something you should know. But nice. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, episode 8, uh, we came back from our time travel. We didn't time travel again. We're here. We're on time. Yep. <laughs> we we're in haven't the abandoned you. <laughs> I, I tell that to everyone. <laughs> as I soon meet. as you see them, yeah. I'm just like, hey, uh, it's great to see you again. I haven't abandoned you. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I, I haven't pro- abandoned proving you. proving that now. <laughs> like, my presence here is just enough to tell you. Um, yeah, no, but uh, the keywords last week... Uh, for this episode, um, mm. mine was uh, Scratch and Stu's was Camera. Yeah. Tell you what, Stu, jumping mm-hmm. straight into it, straight yep. into my game, far out. It was <laughs> nigh on impossible to find something really? uh, that wasn't based on the coding, the, the beginner's coding program Scratch. Oh, right. Yeah. It was uh, a lot of people's sort of first foray into programming, coding and stuff like that. And a lot of uh, this weird little cat mascot that for the programming language, okay. I guess, that they use. All right. Yeah, so everyone kind of used that. And then there was also just parodies on the fact that people were using that cat in their games. Uh, a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's oh, yep. things, except with that weird cat. Very, very strange. So, I took a leaf out of your book. Mm, mm. When they say that, do they mean like a bookmark or do they mean like uh, someone who collects like leaves and bullshit in there? Yeah, I I imagine it would be where you like book press flowers and stuff. But then if you're taking a leaf out of someone's book, that's actually quite rude. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking the same thing. It's like they did such a... We've gone to the effort of finding all these unique leaves and flowers for this, like, arboreal uh, display that they've made. And then you go Mm. and, like, oh, that's cool, and just rip it out. Yeah, I I wonder, I'm guessing maybe it uh, became less, uh, what would you say, less insulting and more of a gesture where where you're openly just saying, I'm going to steal something nice out of your book. Um, but as in, like, I'm thing, taking something from you yeah. that I think is good. But yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a compliment, sleep. obviously, where it's like, yeah, I'm going to do something that I know that you do um, and use it myself now. It's like, you know, it's like homage. But at the same time, if you think about the saying, like, if you don't say take a leaf out of your book, you say take a page out of your book. Still yeah. rude. You don't want like yes. ripping pages out of people's books. That just makes it literally... Useless. Like, have you ever thought about how useless a book is if one page is removed? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. I got quite lost in Fifty Shades of Grey because there was some, there was a missing page, 
Um, yeah, and every page in that book is as important as the last one to the plot. Yeah, it, it, it was so the involved. Lord Dump one. Yeah, and you know, you get to the end, and you're like, "Wow!" So he's returning to his home planet now. I, I wonder what happened on that page that's missing. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like it's funny because everything else is just purely debaucherous, sort of like really mm. soft core Mormon porn. Mm. Um, except for that one page that explains why he doesn't know how to fuck properly. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Because he's uh, some sort of sex alien. Um, Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, isn't it, if if you have sex with someone who isn't from your native country who is visiting, isn't that still a sex alien? (laughs) Maybe. I'd have to ask... uh, I'd have to ask some of the alt right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Good, good sure thing you've got them. Good, th- good thing you've got them on speed dial. Yeah, I've got two phones at home. One's blue and one's red. Oh. I, I, I'm yet to pick up the red one. Um, but every now and then, when it rings and I see that light flash, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe it's the Powerpuff Girls. But <laughs> no, it, I also thought that I, you I just like, like might get confused sometimes and try to eat the phones. <laughs> True. <laughs> Is that your, does happen a lot. Is the base of your telephone holder with both of these phones just Morpheus and you hang up into his hands? Oh, I, lo- I love how how weird and also passive-aggressive that would be if the scene, instead of pills, he has on each hand the tip of his thumb and pinky, two different colours, and he's oh. doing the mock phone thing where he's like, ring, ring, who is it? The truth. And then hands his phone over <laughs> to Neo and he's like, will you answer the call, he, Mr. Anderson? It still would have worked, though. Like, I understand the pill thing's like a reference to Alice in Wonderland. Like, it's a very direct reference. But like, yeah, yeah. It, if you told me that that's how that scene went, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I just really want a hero from like Marvel or DC. I don't know. Either one. Give me a call. Where... Hmm. They have receivers on their hands, and that's how they fight. Where they like throw the corded phone as a thing. Wow! Oh, it's like Spider Man, but his phones. Yes, yes, yeah. it's all coming together. I'm going to cut okay. all of this out because this is a great idea. Anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Yes. Yeah, so you had um, a game. Did you manage to find a scratch game? Well, no. So his, hence why <laughs> I was taking a leaf out of your book. <laughs> um. Uh, because I tweaked what? the search term. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. Because it was nigh impossible. So I said, you know, what's why did you give me that uh, prompt? It was based on uh, our name of our podcast. And so I said, mm. well, let's do the other end of it and just type in itch. Awesome. Uh, equally hard. <laughs> Didn't really <laughs> help. Um, but I did manage to find something um, which... I'm going to say right out of the gate is probably one of the most avant-garde things wow. that I've played for this show. Um, I mean, we've played a bunch of different things varying in different qualities and genres and sort of like play styles and things like that. This one, I will let you know, like at the top is basically what I feel like a year 12 girl uh, doing her visual arts uh, course and her final project would be if it was done in Unity. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What an experience. 
It, yeah, it was pretty wild. So the game that I chose uh, is called I Itch As I Crave. Ooh. Yeah, pretty provocative title. Um, not going to mm. lie. Uh, but one of the things that drew me to it beyond like the art style, which, again, think of like... Um, gaunt angular fashion model illustrations you know like mm. when you see someone like illustrating dresses on like a uh, like like concept, a body uh, art kind of exactly stuff. like almost like that scratchy but like everything is much more angular and bony and unfinished sort of looking mm. the character kind of looks like that so um basically it's sort of like a walking visual novel where you have a f- like parts of things that you get to choose so okay. the the game starts and it's literally just like a like text box, like two text box. It's like, will you wake up or will you continue to sleep? And it's like, okay. Uh, yep. Going back to the Morpheus thing. And I'm like, okay. Um, st- straight away, like the lack of prowess as far as figuring out how to control this thing sort of leaped in because... I couldn't figure out how to actually interact with the game initially. I was trying to pick between the two options. It wasn't letting me. I'm like, uh, trying to click on it with my mouse and stuff. Now, as we go p- progress through this, the mouse does t- play a role in the game. Okay. Um, but to interact with something, you have to pre- like press enter. So you have to take okay. your hand <laughs> either off the moving buttons and click enter or take your hand off the mouse and click enter as well. So... Not the greatest design, but eventually figured it out. So like, I was like, oh, I'll w- wake up. Um, then you are just transported into this white room. You can see like a speck in the distance. I'm like, okay. I, I can't really make that out. You can start moving towards it at a very sm- like very slow speed, very like um, ambient sort of like thumpy kind of music playing in the background, like very uh, very moody. Um, you walk towards it and you find out that it's just like a TV screen on top of a cabinet with a bunch of like pictures behind it on a, on a pin board. Oh, all right. And the TV is like, which one will you choose? <laughs> I think it says like, which one makes you scream, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's like, which one, wh- wh- uh, which one is screaming at you? Is what it is. Oh. So you like, and, but like the pictures are just scrawled in red pen and it's just like, a face of a person, not very, like, no features or anything like that. A rose, a cat, some scribbles, you know, like, a symbol of something that's not really, like, easy to figure out looking at it. And you're like, uh... It's, like, basically just giving you this weird Rorschach test. <laughs> it's like, which picture is screaming at you? I'm like, hmm, hmm. Good question. <laughs> so I was like, definitely the rose. Uh, Ooh. So- Clicked on the flower and then woke up. No idea if that changes any of the course of the game at all. Mm. Possibly. Who knows? Um, you, it wakes up in like an apartment. You're like, okay, cool. You turn to the side. Half your wall's missing. You can see out into the town. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. okay, what? That, not a weird thing. No one's re- reacting to it. You can look down and see the people walking past. Um, oh. And the people are all humanoid shaped, but uh, just writhing black squiggles oh okay so like the outline of a person but like these like just obviously like when someone's like on a page is going around around like that all like sort of moving and pulsating but you can see them walking past which is really disconcerting Mm. um 
and basically your goal at this point is just to walk around the apartment and interact with things as you go. Um, you go up and like interact with a lock on the table and uh, your mirror, which is really funny because there's not there's obviously not a reflection. They didn't figure out how to do reflections because reflections are actually <laughs> notoriously difficult in these kinds of games mm. or just anything be- before the tech was sort of developed for reflection technology like that. Yeah. Um, so it's literally just like a flat image comes past as you walk past the mirror. doesn't grow or shrink, doesn't rotate <laughs> in any way. And it's like, you know what? Kudos to them. Like they made it work. Uh, but it's just very funny, like walking away and towards the mirror, seeing nothing happen, trying to turn the camera away from it to see if it'll change perspectives. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> but it's a, a picture, like it's you in the mirror, basically. It's like the avatar of the character. Uh, yep. um, as you go up to all of these things uh, in the apartment, uh, basically just like a flurry of stray thoughts just like flood the screen and it's like oh so like from like left and right of the screen you have like slightly opassive uh thoughts that are coming through your mind it's like go buy flowers they'll hate you why are you here wake up from the dream and it's like (laughs) oh it's like follow the cat i'm like what the fuck are you talking about and it happens with all of the stuff i think uh, it's so bizarre and it's like go to work be, uh, go see everyone at work you need to go to work you hate work and it's like okay uh i guess i'll do it but couldn't figure yeah. out how to leave the apartment until like i figured out that you just had to look at everything in the apartment that you could uh, and have these yeah. weird mental collapses um <laughs> and then it just like at one point it's just like follow the cat he knows what to do he'll take you to where you need to go he'll get you what you want and it's like the fuck what and it spins around and there's a cat near the door. It's like, oh, hello. Oh, right. Hi. Um, then you can actually leave. So you go up to the door and you like actually go outside. And it's a really crazy angular black and white and red sort of like, like half sort of like futuristic, half sort of like the architecture is very simple, but like everything is like at weird, crazy angles. Think like... Like Tim Burton esque sort of like Gotham shit. Oh yeah, okay. Oh or like, um, yeah, yeah. Or like uh, what's it called? Like you know, like how every year we watch the Muppets Christmas Carol, and mm-hmm. all the buildings you can kind of tell are a bit weirdly lopsided just for effect, but yeah. also like too small. Oh yep yep yep. And like the way that all the the city feels like it's sort of stacked on each other in different weird angles. It feels like that when you're walking through it. Ah okay. Um and so then you're on par with all of the weird squiggly people and it's really weird because they're like all taller than you and they just pass through you. And it's oh. shown now basically like you've like it's expanded to the point that you are you basically so you can see all of you you're this like really gaunt skeletal sort of woman in a pink dress again very like um very sketchy sort of look to it like very half drawn sort of like on a page sort of thing okay and so you start walking and then it's like follow the cat you need to follow the cat it'll take you where you need to go i'm like oh okay right cool uh where's the cat the cat starts walking past you and you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so you walk at a fucking glacial pace. <laughs> Just 
absolutely just so slow. Um, the only thing you can do is walk, basically. Um, but you also have, and it's I wouldn't call it mouse control, but like mouse uh, input, I guess. Okay. If you just move your mouse left or right, occasionally it might change the camera view from side shoulder to the other side of the shoulder. Oh. Like it'll switch from like left shoulder camera to right shoulder camera sometimes. Oh. So very weird. Um, and so you're just following this cat and it's like, keep up with the cat, keep it inside. If you lose it, you you won't know where to go. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like walking at like Jeez, top speed. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then so much, so much pressure to follow the cat. And then all of a sudden at some point the game says, press E to maintain cat. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? At, at this point, I sort of realized that maybe English was not the first language of these creators. Oh, uh, yep, yep. When I saw the word maintain cat, like on screen, I was like, what the fuck? So what naturally, I- obviously, I pressed E and oh. I put out a bowl of food for the cat in oh. the street and just oh. stood there and waited for the cat to finish eating before I could follow it again. Ah. And that's all that happened. And so, very, very strange. Mm. Eventually, eventually you get to the office. Um, and then I again... I forgot where you were going. Yeah, that's it. It's like, you've totally... And so, I got there and I was like, what the fuck's happening? And then it just cuts into like almost like a small visual novel uh, oh. between these two people. And it's the most like insane conversation that no one would ever have ever <laughs> where it was like you walk in and the other person's like oh what are you doing here and it's like i was just coming through to see how you were doing but i'm temping today you didn't need to come in i was covering for you that's okay i just wanted to come in here and thank you personally for doing that for me <laughs> well that's great i appreciate that you understand that this is hard uh, and thank you for telling me. Anyway, was there anything else? Uh, oh yeah, here. Wow, thanks. You, how did you know I was starving? Okay, leave. <laughs> you gave him cat food. I guess. I mean, it's the only thing I have on me, so it, I must yeah. have gave him cat food. You just There's just a scene where he's like, thank you so much, and then just watch him really vividly eating a rose. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, just like, mm, mm, just like the thorns cutting through his mouth. Oh, yum, yum. Yeah. I, and then like, I think he hasn't seen these like dance videos properly. Usually like the hot Spanish guy just puts the rose sideways in his mouth and holds it yeah. there. He doesn't eat the rose. <laughs> Nothing eats roses, do they? I guess snails, maybe. Yeah, I think I, I think some insects, but I don't think any vegetable no. pl- uh, animals do. Are thorns just made up of like flower? Like, are they like the stem that's just harder? Yeah, I think I think it's just harder than stem. Yeah, is it is it like the same thing where it's like our fingernails are the same thing as hair? Yeah, and now that I think about it, the idea that a rose thorn is mm. just the teeth of a plant upsets me greatly. <laughs> that there's a stick of teeth and then a really nice flower on top. Yeah. Now, now you say that. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm, I don't like the idea of thinking that there's a bunch of teeth embedded on the stem of a flower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. then that implies that other flowers need to have teeth. 
Yeah. Anyway. And it's not for eating. Anyway, yes, yes. So you've so you've given him some food and you've visited the office. Yeah. Again, to say thank you for the guy for temping for me today. Mm. When obviously like me arriving to the office clearly states that I probably didn't need to get him to cover yeah, for me. I- I uh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a hot guess and say that there was some sort of trauma that she's not at work for and she came in anyway because of guilt. I would assume so. I've no idea because mm. here's the thing, Stu. Uh, <laughs> I continue to play and it mm. takes me back out to the street and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I'm gonna have to walk slowly I'm, again. I'm gonna have um, to maintain this cat. Yeah, well, that's it. And then the cat's walking in front of me again. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. meow, 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 meow. Um, and I get to this point where I'm walking past a flower shop and I was like, oh, flowers. Uh, yep, yep. Okay. Because, I'm going to be honest with you here, I kept reading it as followers and I thought it was like a take on social media and stuff like oh. that because <laughs> they kept mentioning it. And I was like, because like in some of the text boxes, it's like, get followers, get followers. I'm like, okay, geez, weird. All right, That's I guess, right. yeah. Fuck, it's, I'll stream. Yeah, seriously, I guess I'll go on Instagram. And then I was like, Flowers. It said flowers, Nick. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> because you chose the flower. And I'm like, okay, so there was some input yes, to the choice there I at see. the beginning. So mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, it's going to stop me at the flower shop. And then I don't know what happened because I broke the game. <laughs> and so the command console pops what? up in the corner oh. down, right down in the bottom. It goes, whoopsies, couldn't interact with that object. I'm like, what oh. do you mean? But then it kept letting me walk forward without my animation. And I don't know if it kept me going on the path of the NPCs where they spawn or if that's where I would end the walk. Or if they just coded in more of a path for me to follow. But I kept walking and it like made me go down behind like a weird alleyway until I couldn't do anything anymore. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So... I assume I was supposed to stop at the flower shop, but <laughs> yeah. um, I, that's as far as I got. And I, after that, I was like, well, that took me 20 minutes to get there. Um, wow. I'm not going to replay. There's no way to skip through this, so, and I can't go any faster. So <laughs> yeah, that's where this yeah. experience ends for me. Uh, the, uh, thank you very much. I itch as I crave uh, on this. <laughs> I, I'll read you as obviously like, you know, it's a bit of a cop out to finish on a game that just crashed on me, but I will read you the excerpt on uh, itch.io oh, just yes, as a yes, sort of closing. Yeah, as a, as a closing statement. <clears throat> what makes you happy in life? Oh. How much do you depend on it? Imagine that your whole existence revolved around that one thing. And now imagine you can lose it. The entirety of your existence is dependent on it. So how can you reach it? Who is able to lead you to this happy ending? Uh... Remember this. Follow the cat. She knows your happy ending. That's it. <laughs> okay. It's very very strange, very avant-garde. I mean, ultimately yeah. talking about it, because it is like a 2D... All the assets are all 2D and everything else is 3D, right? Oh, yep, yep. Also, rather, true. all of the people are 2D. So, like... Your main character, all of the weird floating, um, all the weird like floaty, scribbly people, they're all like hand drawn, basically. Oh, okay. And 
all of the 3D stuff is styled in a way that makes it look uh, like like it's been drawn a little bit as well with like the outlines gotcha. on it. Again, like all everything they've been doing in the game, like while it was very avant-garde and uh, strange and very sort of uh, uh, disjointed in parts, like I will mm. say like it really sort of set this strange sort of like creepy confused sort of like feeling in me like purely just based on like the art style and music alone like before any of the stuff was happening so like it's funny to me how like we've probably both played scary games Mm. uh, on like this show as well and going like oh you know this is where they failed this is where they didn't fail yeah yeah but (laughs) like this has managed to be more creepy in the first like minute or so than any of those games, just purely based on all of these things put together. Ah, yeah. So, so good, good atmosphere has yeah, been set. That, I'll, I'll say that like they had a really distinct idea as far as art style in the world they were building, which I can appreciate. But mm. overall, overall, so confusing and yeah. just a little bit too. Especially just get, want that conversation at the office. Like, I can understand following a cat to my destiny or something like that. Like, the idea of, like, having a familiar or a spirit animal or, like, a guide to mm. f- take me somewhere. Sure, I get that. A, a world of people who are all black squiggles who seem hollow, who just mm. pass through me. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can read into that as a thing. A guy at an office going, like, Hey, what are you doing here? Thanks for lunch, and then nothing. I, I just mm. nah. Was the was the man at the office a squiggle? Everyone else beyond you is a squiggle, right? Except for the cat. The cat is also yeah. hand drawn, but it looks like a cat. Okay. Yeah. Um. Overall, like. Overall, I think it was like a quite an ambitious project, and like very like, it, it's interesting, right? Because. We haven't played many games like this. This is the yeah. more artistic side of people trying to show off something on itch.io that mm. isn't necessarily supposed to be like an interactive sort of like game experience, but more of like an interactive uh, installation. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, very much that. Yeah. And so like, I mean, overall, I'm like happy that I was able to play something a lot different than what we usually play, but at the same time, it's like, you know, not exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I guess it's uh, it's one of those ones where, uh, much much like any film or that kind of thing, but in particular, I find with with games, it gets like in a film, you have these metaphors, and then you're kind of like, I can I can glean sort of what they're getting at here. I might not get an answer, and it might be one of those things where they don't know either. But at the end of the day... You're just talking about David Lynch? Well, maybe. But art is art kind of thing, and so it's it's kind of what you get out of it. So it's not necessarily like, oh, this is a story of a heroine that's recovering, and she had a cat, and, uh, you know, that's the last thing she has from her dead parents. Like, you know, that's that's a wonder-wonder-wonder story, but... This is a bit more like maybe it's this or like I only get what I'm given. So from what I've got, what do I make? Yeah. It, you know it, what I mean? At the um, end of the day, like art is obviously subjective about how you feel about it or what it makes you mm. feel or think. Not necessarily trying to lead you into, 
you know, like that's what like that's one way of looking at art as well. It's like how you interpret it because at the end of the day, once you put it out to the world, it is then like literally for the people and yeah. how they interpret it. And a lot of the times when things are put out into the world, it is taken a way that the artist didn't intend ever. Even if they had expressly said that or not, it's taken and ran with in completely different directions or people feel different ways about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm curious as to what the other options do because it's sort of suggesting you should replay it, but possibly. Um, but at the same time, it like, I feel like I'm not going to get a huge amount of variation no, based on choosing I, these things is what I have gleaned from it. Yeah, I, I suppose that's the thing where when it be, when it is one of those experience pieces and you're learning about someone, which seems to be the most grounding part of it, is that you are a person who has things to do. Um, you kind of need to sell that quite, not quite quickly, but what am I trying to say? Basic, basically, if we're sleuthing stuff about this person and that's the reward, you know, that's the points... Um, those are the rings that Sonic will collect. Uh, <laughs> wow. you know, where to bring it back to video yeah, games, you. man? Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I've played a few, but uh, it, it's it's tough when it it really gives you very small pieces in between gameplay, which is seems to be on purpose slow. Um, yeah, so it's yeah. really getting you to to go through it and evoking a feeling like she's depressed or she can only walk this fast. Uh, other people just moving through you, like uh, feeling detached from the world. The only thing that you relate to is a cat, which is also kind of slothish. Um, yeah, you know, well, your your one thing that you can really do is feed the cat uh, beyond yeah. looking around stuff in your house, and then you can't do anything. Like even even uh, turning or looking is exactly predetermined. Yeah. So and I, I think I, I kind of get was that the biggest but... thing. Yeah, like. <clears throat> And I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Like in the apartment, at the very least, I got to walk around and choose the things I looked at and sort of varied that experience based on the fact that I was in control and I could look up and down, I could move around the apartment. And then as soon as it becomes like a just push forward to walk thing with literally no variation on where yeah. I could go or how I moved or anything like that, the experience would be improved like tenfold if they just gave you the like just a little bit more control but obviously still the end product is still going to be the same like if you mm. just let you move through the corridors like of the 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 town by yourself try to yeah. keep up with the cat on your own without yeah, it just I, sort of being a literally hold w's like sort of thing yeah i i would definitely say like in in games like this and you know clearly a lot of care was taken into the style of it and the look I think you can actually, uh, you know, double down on that. And I can't remember what it was, whether it was a film or a game I was playing recently. And it was one of those moments where... You were playing a film? Yeah. Well, you know, I I press play. Um, (laughs) It was, you know, or or in movies where they do, uh, you know, lore dumps or exposition, and you're like, okay, this is filling in some blanks that they or like talk back show or like me. Dora's like, where did he go? Yeah, and you're like, he's fucking right there, Dora. Jesus Christ, we've been doing this for years. Come on, man. Like, um, oh, if you if I, I don't know why you keep asking me if you're gonna ask me like three fucking times. Seriously, yeah. you're embarrassing yourself. Like, how many times does swipe? I got to swipe before you know, like. 
he's bad news. Yeah, that you shouldn't um, trust this fox. He's going to be there every... He fo- Like, you should get a restraining order on that guy because he shows yeah. up every day. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Just that one episode where he had the bracelet on, he's like, uh-oh, too far. <laughs> it starts beeping. <laughs> and it was like, hmm. See, that would solve it. She wouldn't need us to point out a swiper was swiping because the it would just go... Beep, 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 beep. And she's like, oh, hold on. You're in uh, 10 uh, feet uh, of me. Sorry. Um... But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, what was I going to say? So, basically, show, don't tell. And I think if you're going to do, it can still be a game without having to say, you know, press E to feed cat or whatever. I think it would have been better, like, naturally, it's coded in for, you know, the for the average gamer that if everyone looks the same and the only other thing in the world that has a different look is this cat, I will follow the cat if yeah. there's nothing else I can do. I think it's sort of one of those funny things where it's like, it's constantly telling you, you know, follow the cat, da-da-da, and that's that inner thought thing. It's not very beneficial to the story or the character because you already sort of know uh, externally, I should follow this cat if I want to progress things. But as far as the character's concerned, this is an opportunity to be like, you know, I'll give the cat a name or, you know, like, you know, you're filling in the blanks is the game. So, you know, just say, oh, no, Rupert's getting away. So you're like, okay, well, the cat's already given a name. It's given a bit more, uh, what is it, agency and sort of stakes in this story. Um, That's where it sort of, it feels a bit shitty where you're restricted, which might be on purpose, but then you're restricted further by being told that you need to follow the cat, and it's sort of like, I I know, um, you know, it's the instinctually, only thing, yeah. I, visually, uh, I've been given the language that tells me I should follow the cat because what else am I going to do? But I also can't do anything anyway, so it, I think it's that. I think I can see what they're getting at metaphorically in the mechanics as well as visually. I just think maybe if they lent in, give you literally no dialogue and just go purely off visual information to learn about this woman and then you have a chat um you know or uh you know the cat stops moving so you go over to the cat and then it highlights you feed the cat like uh you know that 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 sort of thing um or have that in the thoughts where it's like oh, i should feed the cat um as opposed to what feels like that press f to pay respects kind of style of uh, prompt yeah um yeah, I think explore, if you're going to have a, a world where not all the answers are given, you've got to let people investigate it. Because if you don't, then it may as well just be a visual novel. Or just um, like a film at that point. Yeah, 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 I think that's it. And I think that, you know, they, they it sounds like they did really well and the style sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, in terms of that part, um, who knows what happens in the other sections uh, if it doesn't crash. Maybe it was supposed to. Yeah, uh, I, again, I don't know. I don't assume. That, I assume yeah. that it wasn't much longer than that. I assume it's like probably only like another ten minutes or so. Yeah, and I'm again, guessing. Could not be yeah. asked to play it again. Yeah, if, which if, if that's the end review, it's I didn't yeah. want to play it through again to figure out what else happened. And I think that's the the truest cardinal sin that they've done. Which overall, you know, it actually sounds pretty good. It's just unfortunate that if it's wanting replayability you have to have that be quite accessible to people and if the 
entry point is such a like slow burn thing. It's sort of it, it begins to get to the way where you're like, wow, what a great game. Uh, maybe I'll play that again. Do the tutorial again. Watch every cutscene unskippably. Yeah. And you're sort of like, I'm. I enjoyed this the first time. I can enjoy. I can enjoy this again, but I don't want to be forced to do this because I already know. Yeah. Um, exactly. I mean, so, a lot of yeah. games run into that sort of problem as well, just purely yeah, based on yeah. the fact that like, it's kind of difficult to hard code around that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, you know, true. as far as like intros to games or like, you know, you probably need a refresher sometimes. But I mean, there are some games that like give you the option. It's like, this is the quick version of the game or like you you can just skip it. It's fine. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Um. Well, uh, speaking of uh, oh. cats. No. Yep. I'm trying to think of you a can do better it. segue here. Um. Speaking of films... Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of our show that we do, your oh, yeah. what was your prompt, Stu? Well, uh, interesting. You should segue it like that. Uh, Crazy, right? It, my prompt. Uh, oh wait, hang on. Speaking of a lack of control, um, <laughs> my game uh, was prompted by the word camera, mm. and I ended up playing this game called uh, Paraptocon by Level Zero One. Um, it is a observation puzzle game. Okay. And so basically, like, what was it? So basically the concept is, uh, oh, well, actually, before I get into the concept, similarly, I had a difficult time finding a game because I would type in camera and then it would give me some stuff. And so I'd go into the popular, um, and be like, okay, what's, what's the most camera-y? Yeah. Um, by the general public. It's maybe like six games. Some of them seemed pretty bad. I tried one which had fixed camera angles. And it had an interesting concept where you have four arms. And you and that's your inventory where you need to pick up stuff. Right. And so whichever button you do, which is like one to four for each arm, you need to remember because you're going to use that, but you're being pursued. Um, okay. It's always being which, pursued. With you. Yeah, which was interesting, uh, but uh, the camera angles hearkening to survival horror were unfortunately so bad for the programmed enemies that what would often happen is you would get into a corner where the camera angle doesn't change. You're somewhere where you're moving around. You know you are, but you're stuck, and then you just get wailed on. Yeah. So I went, oh, okay, maybe not this one. So I did uh, Paropticon, which was very classic. Um, you know, you are a security person Mm -hmm. and you watch cameras uh, and your job is to report on uh, anomalies and strange behavior within different houses. So each level is like a different place um, with a different variety of rooms and cameras. What was interesting about the game was I was like, okay, this is like a scary thing. Or like, this is like Friday Friday nights at Freddy's and um, you, you know, Friday nights at Freddy's. Boy, uh, after I searched camera again for all games, not popular, I, I cannot describe to you the amount of Freddy Fazbear porn I had to I had to play. Oh, to, okay, gotcha. <laughs> to uh, to make sure that I was like, yep, no, this is definitely a thing. Um, but you had to play. Yeah, no, I had to. Uh, but uh, after I got through that uh, research, <laughs> um, 
I uh, yeah, I found this one, and what I was drawn to was it was talking because it mentioned puzzle, and so I was like, all right, so it's not saying like management security, which was sort of like, uh oh, you got battery power, or oh shit, quick, and it's like more about um you know hand-eye coordination stuff where you're rapidly staying on top of things and uh oh the stress is building right um it it just said you know puzzle observation game and so i went in and all you're presented with are these in the first level uh these five cameras you're going through a pretty good like unity 3d house um it's got all the classic stuff you know kitchen uh, bedroom kids bedroom that kind of thing it's got a creepy vibe it's pretty dark beyond the lights that are on and it's at night so i was like uh oh okay this could be spooky um and then it just says you know check all the rooms um and report any anomalies you see so i was like okay what what does it mean by anomaly at the bottom your controls are limited to changing the cameras right looking around with the mouse and zooming in if you want not that you necessarily need to or that i needed to um because I'm a gamer. And uh, then that, there was another... Because your eyes yeah. are great being a gamer? Yeah, and my mouse sensitivity is so good now um, <laughs> from the previous game that I played. but uh, It's like literally micro-movements with your fingers. Look out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just strapped the mouse to my head and then look. <laughs> but, um, oh, but that's like a original really good... Fucked, yeah, exactly. Like homeschooled... <laughs> like homeschooled? Like... <laughs> You know, homeschool VR. I, I was homeschooled. Uh, on yeah, VR. I was homeschooled in VR. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, my dad but, taped um, a ball mouse to my head and <laughs> taped. Yeah, my, my teacher just had a webcam mask taped to their forehead. <laughs> uh, it was it was really upsetting. Anyway, but, um, I'm the smartest kid in my year level. Yeah, uh, I was the only kid in my year level. A plus across the board. Mm. But um, yeah, and then um. There is the only other control you have is the anomaly button. So I press the anomaly button and it has a list of things that could happen. So it okay. starts out pretty simply where it's like door opens or closes. Uh, objects appear, reappear. Objects move. Really simple things. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So I start playing and you need to play long enough for it to reach a certain time. So it's going from midnight to, I don't know, sometime. Um, And I think reading the game's description, it was saying 13 real minutes. Um, Oh, gotcha, gotcha. An obscure number to choose, but that's what it was. So I was like, It's like 13 is unlucky. I mean, it's also like the same thing with... uh, The the idea of like saying real minutes just reminds me of... Because so far what you're talking about seems like... It seems a bit like Phasmophoria or Phasmagoria or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Ghost hunting game. Oh but yes, yes. Fixed cameras. It seems almost like because you keep saying anomalies, so I keep thinking to myself, yeah. like ghosts or something else or like otherworldly things. The other thing, like creepy pasta stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, ICP or whatever. Um, yeah. But then it like the thirteen real minutes thing reminds me of that like eleven minute game where like escape room game. Oh, and yes, it, and yes. it's saying like the game takes place over eleven minutes. You need to figure out what's going on over eleven minutes. It's like it, it's very rare for a game to say this is how long something takes over this time, and you're going to have to do that over. Like uh, in 
uh, Outer Wilds as well. It's like it's a oh yes yeah. I believe it's like a under just under twenty minute loop or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like very like a- rare for the game to be like this is how long it takes. Yeah, and so I started playing, and I was like, right, okay, going through the different cameras, looking around at the rooms, um, and sort of going, oh, okay, nothing was really happening for the first few minutes. And then I was on a room and I noticed a a box, like a cardboard box in the back of the room was floating. Oh. And so I went, oh, okay, all right, that's that's an anomaly. Opening yeah. up the window, uh, object moving, uh, tick, and then it takes a bit and then the screen goes black and a loading bar just sort of says processing now and then goes back and it says anomaly fixed, well done. So you basically need to keep fixing anomalies you find uh, over this 13 minutes, and then you survive, and you get to the next level. Okay. Um, What I realized, what was interesting and then what became annoying was I never got past the first level. It was actually quite difficult. Oh, um, okay. Because if you're not watching an anomaly happening, it's just going to happen, and something's going to change. The interesting part comes in is in the game is more about memorizing things. So uh, yeah, you okay. suddenly go back to a room and then if you have remembered, like one instance was I, after I realized that, I was going through the rooms going, okay, what are the most obvious things? Here we go, here we go. Some of them quite obvious. I went back to the kitchen. There was an enormous beer bottle on the table. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm, okay, uh-huh. objects, object size changed, correct. Then I went back to a room and I noticed a bright red shirt wasn't there, but yeah. I hadn't been given any alerts or anything. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm pretty sure there was something here. I'll try it. And it said, you know, oh, anomaly fixed. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, if you miss these things or for too long an anomaly is left unnotified, uh, you get an alert timer that just sort of goes, bow, and then you have a time limit of this building bar to fix the anomaly. And so suddenly you're smashing through these cameras going, fuck, what is it? What, what, what was it? Is it iron? Is it the iron that moved? No, hang on. Okay, all the doors are shut. Yeah, okay, that's all right, all right. Um, and some of them were so difficult. It was like a I spy kind of game. And I found that really interesting um, because then I'm going back going, okay, I'm going to memorize shit. And then mm. you're playing and you're noticing very subtle changes, like as opposed to things disappearing. And it changes every time. Uh, I went back and went, oh, okay, that painting's actually slightly askew. It's not missing. So then I went, okay, technically, I guess that means it moved. And then that was correct. But yeah, it, it kept getting these points where I would not notice w- what's changed and then lose. Um, yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, okay, fuck. So that became quite annoying because I wanted to play more. And in the description, it's saying things like new places, more cameras, use items to help you. But I could never get to that point because I would lose and you have to play for 13 minutes and survive. There's well, that's, no sort yeah. of, yeah, you don't have lives. It's just if you fail, you're done. I think that, um, that's the funny thing about literally both of the games we've played today. It's like, there was a point yeah. where it's like replay it again to get better at it or like to get further in the game or to see what happens and it's yeah, like yeah man 13 minutes is such a long time yeah that's why it got annoying where i would get quite far and then just go uh-uh. and then 
one of my pet peeves, which isn't the game's fault, but more like how the human mind works, where it was like, I need closure. Uh, and <laughs> whenever you die or the timer runs out, the game just stops and it's like, try again. Mm. You never find out what you missed. And that haunts me that you're smashing through these cameras going, what's different? What's different? I can't see it. It's so subtle. What's what's going on? Uh, and then and you die. And it was like, yeah. fuck. And then you start again and it's all different. Um, like same place, but different anomalies occur. So it is it is random, as in like the yeah, anomalies and don't happen in a set order. It is just... No, no. Like, and gotcha. I'll say uh, I have to commend, I think, one of the best things of the game, which was unfortunate that it was so difficult, was that the RNG of it all was actually really good. And that I think it was only like once that the same thing happened with the same object. Right. Uh, whereas other times, different things would happen and I'd be like, oh, okay, all right, cool. And one of the other fun things was because you get this list of anomalies, you get to read ahead at anomalies that might occur. Yeah. And one of them at the very bottom of the list is Intruder. And there's something so yeah. terrifying about knowing at some point there will be an intruder, whatever that means. Um, yeah, not... not, not- uh, expanded upon in any way, just an intruder will be there. It's like, I got to figure out what that means. Yeah, uh. yeah. And uh, I was playing one time and, you know, managed to see, oh, this door is open. Okay, fix that. It was going really well. And then I was in a different room and you can see other rooms from other cameras. Because that's what I was um, going to ask. Do you have a main camera that you look at, but then you can have like a wider scope of all the so cameras it- at once? It's no, you you only have the one camera and it's fixed position unless you turn around. However, depending on the house, uh, some rooms are connected. So when you're in the lounge room, there is a glass door and you can actually see into the kitchen. Right. So you do have an opportunity to actually see anomalies happening when you're not on the camera for that room. Yeah. And that's what happened in this other one where I saw a piece of pizza float in the kitchen while I was there, and I was like, aha, all right, nice try, motherfucker. Uh, sent that off, then went to the lounge room, and I'm like, is anything different? Has anything changed size? Um, then I saw a shit ton of very small black cockroaches just swarming the kitchen floor, and I was uh. like, what the, what the fuck? Because most of the time it had been, you know, uh, kind of pseudo-spooky ghost behavior, like a light flickers or a door swings open, and I was like, ah, okay. Um, this was just bugs. And I was like, what? And then I went in the room and they're still there. And I was like, well, shit, this is definitely an anomaly. But uh, I got to do something. Open the anomaly tab and then it doesn't list bugs specifically. So then I'm like, oh, well, shit, what is this? And there was just an option. Is this the intruder? It just said other. And I was like, I'll try other. And you have three wrong guesses you're allowed to make before game over as well. Right. So I did other. Turned out that was right. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was sort of going, oh, wow, well, shit. Uh, maybe a whole whole bunch of different crap can actually happen. Uh, that oh, was quite... F- yeah. Th- that was quite obvious, but spooky, whereas other ones are very subtle and you need to keep your wits about you. So I, I think um, I think overall the game was a really good concept and the idea that there are items and new levels was a nice addition because it's sort of like thinking back to the popularity of freddy fazbear is 
its characters and this huge lore deep dive kind of thing. But on the whole, as a game, the mechanics seem to not change at all and you just get more bullshit you have to deal with. Like, hide this way, hide that way, hide yeah. this way. There's no well, add-on. So I might, uh, as well, because yeah. I feel like they've... I've, oh, I think yeah, I suppose the latest one is first person or something like that. Yeah, I think you're playing as the fucking... It's like a, a boy uh, or something. or and you No, I think you're, one of, you're playing as the animatronic thing, one of the animatronics. Oh, right. Yeah, I think they've done... I mean, I, got, I don't know how many... Five Nights at Freddy's games you think there are at this point, but I'm fairly <laughs> sure they've gotten to the point where they're not doing security anymore. Yeah. It's not camera-based um, shit, I don't think. No. So, yeah, so I, I like the idea that I could play and get items that will help me, or there's a level of strategy that is on yeah. the horizon where I'm like, oh, okay, well... Then maybe it's one of those things where it's like, if I have an item that does this, I can put that in this room because there's so many rooms to take care of. I don't have to worry about blank. Yeah. So I, I really like that idea for this style of game. And I like that it wasn't, it was the right level of puzzle and memory game to keep me interested in like, a, I want to solve this thing. And then the undercurrent of spooky where yeah. it could be unsettling, but yeah. it didn't stop me from playing. Where I went, nah, fuck this, too spooky. Um, you know, it it never forced me to be in a spooky situation, but it asked me to look for potentially spooky things. Most yeah. of the list isn't overtly spooky, but the knowledge that there's something scarier on the horizon was always in the back of my mind. And so I'm like, I need to pay really close attention just in case a crumb is missing from the kitchen. Yeah, but my if man's I, got but fucking if I real wait, dry eyeballs here from yeah. keeping those, those lids peeled. Just, but, uh, uh. but if I wait or like, then I'm smashing through these cameras going like, maybe if I just go super fast, like I was trying to cheat it where I'm going like... Well, that's what I, I was going like, to say. Like, smash should you just, and... Yeah, be going through the cameras all very quickly to see if you can see something change. Um, but then I was thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I change the camera and there's some motherfucker staring like... Point blank into it, <laughs> yep. I'm gonna flip and freak the fuck out. And so suddenly you're going like, you're going, yeah, quickly. Okay, yep, yep, no, that's fine. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, no, gotta keep. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, yep, here we go. <laughs> um, and then you see a box float and you're like, oh, thank fuck. And then, yeah, and then I was going, there can be bugs, swarms of bugs. And yeah. then the next time I tried again, I was like, well, fuck. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go slow at the beginning again. Uh, try and memorize everything. And you do get better at memorizing some things. Um, I suppose in terms of critique, uh, no crashes, no bugs. That's always a plus. Except for the cockroaches. Uh, except for the ones in the kitchen. But, um, I suppose in terms of like critique or improvements, uh, I would say it's pretty brutal that you have the one life and you're dead thing. It just feels like there's too many ways to die and not enough ways to succeed. Well, it uh, sounds like from the way that you're talking about it is that it is a very binary sort of like, if you've missed these things, a count will go up. Uh, and if you miss enough of them, the game ends. But I think the opposite should be true. I think there's a certain amount of anomalies you need to stop in the 13 minutes 
And if you hit that threshold, then you win the level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think and that would make it easier uh, as well as like, you know, and you just lower that, you make that threshold higher each time instead, mm-hmm. as opposed to making it based on what you miss. Because like you're saying, you it doesn't indicate to you when something's changed in the room because like that yeah. would kind of defeat the purpose. Unless there was like a little, like you said, items that would go off if you put them in rooms mm-hmm. uh, or if like you had like a sense or something when you went into a room and it goes like it goes with like a little sound effect you're like oh okay there's something yeah, different yeah. In here like just to give you a little bit of extra I, again I feel like it would ruin the I spy a- aspect of it that made it seem fun to you as well but mm. the problem is it's just, yeah it, it seems far too easy to lose and like you said 13 minutes in gaming time is a really long time, especially if you keep failing. Like if, if yeah. you keep losing over and over again, and that can easily turn into like 46 minutes or 49 minutes of like uh, you doing the exact same level over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Not a huge, like obviously there was variation. You said like they, they change the anomalies uh, quite frequently and you don't say the, see the same one twice that often, but... If you play it more, I assume that you probably would. Yeah, and I think that was where the problem started to rear its head, where I was curious. I was like, how many times, you know, I could get good, but how many times am I going to be able to play this first level? Maybe they've restricted what anomalies can occur as well in the first level, but I might be able to play and fail the first level so often that I see every anomaly and yeah. then unlock the second level and then all I'm going to see is the same anomalies but have a harder time just purely by the natural difficulty curve. And then it sort of will lose the fun where it's all like, well, at least I got to see that or, um, oh, that was fun. Uh, it, it's It's more like, all right, I've got to look for moving objects. I know all the things I need to look for. I just need to memorize much more now. Yeah, because like um, you were saying before, it, the fun of the game is about the anticipation of not necessarily spooky things, but different things happening and the idea that these things could happen later on based on the knowledge that you have from this obscure list of anomalies that can happen. Mm. And so seeing these things happen as they do, like once, yeah, learning that it could be as obscure as a frame out of place or it could be as ludicrous as a swarm of cockroaches on the floor it's like that's the fun part of the game and seeing that for the first time or having that um be a surprising interaction for you at the time i think is the draw to the game but like you said uh, there is a obviously a fun to be had obviously like with becoming so familiar with something that it becomes like second nature to you you know, and that's like a whole thing about speedrunning communities or just like, you know, purely based on like puzzle solving aspect. Yeah. It's like like that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's not necessarily what the game is going for, I feel like, based on yeah. what you've told me so far. Like, I don't, there is a certain element of like trying to remember this stuff, but not so much that you have to play it multiple times and understand where every object is and what anomaly could happen to said object. I think that yeah. takes the fun out of it for sure. Yeah, I, I think I honestly think the the issue of it getting a bit droll would be solved if it just let you go to the first two levels, so that if I couldn't 
figure out the first one, I could at least go forward a bit, maybe get an item or yeah. one thing and then go back. It was just, it was unfortunate that it is, you need to finish the first level. And depending on the RNG as well, because it is so robust, sometimes it is one of those games where it feels like you could be just dealt a really bad card and you haven't even seen that room yet. Something's already moved. And then you get the alert time and you're like, fuck, uh, I haven't even <laughs> like had a refresher here. Um, yeah. I remember I remember even going into a room and then going, wait a minute, those files aren't supposed to be here. Ha ha, I've successfully remembered the room, motherfucker. And then I put in move object uh, for this room and it said success. But then I looked and the files were still there and I was like, oh. That wasn't so- it. That wasn't it, but I got it right because something else had moved. Um, <laughs> oh, and then I felt like an idiot. But then I was like, what the fuck moved? Actually, I take like, everything I said back in that little sort of uh, monologue I just had before. I think you just might be an idiot. I I might be an idiot. And <laughs> so I suppose my final critique would be if there could just be a dum-dum mode. <laughs> where Game too hard. Be- Make silly yeah. mode for me, please. Big dum dum mode, uh, for me, big dum dum. Just a list of everything that could happen, constantly on screen. I see all the cameras, and whenever there is something I've missed, it'll change the camera to where it needs to be. <laughs> uh, and that's Perfect. all I ask. That's all. Um, that's not too hard to code in as well. I, I suspect as well. I think they're yeah. just being lazy, obviously. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and if just unlimited lives, uh, you know, I never have to try again. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Different game, um, put Sonic in it. I don't know. Yeah, if there could be more anomalies of things that I like, yeah, um, that'd be that'd be fun. You know, um, like dirt and uh, yeah. walnut husks, uh, <laughs> air things like that. That I love. I love the idea of uh, uh, edging in general. But I also like the idea of edging a gamer where you have a list of no, no, super that's not, specific stop. That's anomalies. All you need to say edging a gamer. That's oh, all right. You, um, you have super, super specific, specific anomalies. Yeah, that never happen, but are also part of the list. So you're waiting where you're like, oh man, is that is is that uh is that hamster with the sniper rifle gonna pop up yet? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, oh, where's the G fuel? Yeah, yeah. It's, it says There's that a, PewDiePie is gonna have an guest at, appearance in this. I gotta f- try and hear what I. He's done so many impressions at, in the in the past. I need to try and hear what it's when which one's him. Yeah, at, at any moment, my camera could be hijacked with an ad for Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It could be really long. I won't be able to look through that camera. Oh geez, looks like I'm gonna have to go onto the computer in game and go onto Ninja's stream to find the anomaly. <laughs> Does he still uh, stream? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I will say, though, I, I have played games very similar to this, and I did like that it was just about looking through the cameras. There was no point where I was like, uh-oh, I could die looking at these cameras. Um, or <laughs> my job is to it, also keep me alive and do this job. It did seem which, like that was one of your bigger fears, that you would die yeah, in the cameras. It, it, it sometimes annoys me where... You know, certain levels of effort are put into the this sort of thing, and and maybe to go back to fe- f- f- fruity fruitsboo, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. for a, just a quick moment, 
you know, you, there's a lot of micromanagement, but the idea is that the only reason you're looking at these cameras is to, to see if die. there's something there. And so that that's not too bad. But then you're micromanaging doors and batteries and bullshit like that. And, uh-oh, I get a jump scare. Yeah. Uh, there was another game that I played, and I can't remember what it was called. But what really shit me was it was a game where you're in a house and you are a psychopath because too often these games happen where you're in a you're in a room and you need to be careful because someone might come into your room yeah but you leave your windows and doors open because you're insane uh, and wait. no one <laughs> like I, i've just seen a few games where you're in a room and you need to do something but also look out cuz someone might come into the room or you know like check the window oh it's open again Fucking lock your windows and your doors, <laughs> you weirdos. The moment that you see this one thing happen, if it's not like a supernatural rule, close the door. But and so also, you, I mean, listen, you've seen the original Scream, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. What happens to Drew Barrymore? Oh, I can't, I can't remember actually. Well, funnily enough, uh, she gets the phone call uh, from. Ghostface, I recall his Ah, name being. Um, And she goes and locks all of her doors and windows, but she locks herself inside with the killer. Silly. Ah, yes. No, that's true. There is something to be Um, said about locking yourself in with the person as well. Yeah. In this other game, uh, what I found annoying was the game within it, uh, like the job you're supposed to do while avoiding the serial killer who's going to break into your house. Yeah. Which was just a jump scare thing again, which really shit me, um, was so much more interesting than managing a serial killer who's breaking into your house. And if that was at all a concern, um, I don't know why this motherfucker would hop back on the computer. Yeah. But if I don't, if I don't solve this computer thing, then... You know, uh oh, I lose the game, or I get murdered. So it was just funny that I was like, you know, it was like a crime-solving thing. You need to go through people's files, look them up, get their details, figure out if they did a murder, and then send it off. Sweet. And so you're hacking, and that stuff's really interesting. But periodically, you're hearing smashing glass and bullshit opening, and so you have to get off your computer, go fix that, and you're like, oh, that's weird. The light's on, uh, you know, in the kitchen, but it wasn't before. Oh, well. Um... You know, you're going, uh-oh, the serial killer's here. Oh, well, I'll sit back and continue this murder file. <laughs> um, that shit me. So I liked in this game where it was like, just do your job, and yeah. that's the creepy part. It's creepy enough to look for anomalies happening in a house, and then if you don't get them, that's the problem. It's not like, you know, the idea that's all like, ah, oh, I was really close to solving that murder, but I got murdered. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I appreciated that it was streamlined and they were just like, this is the concept, that is it. Uh, there are more levels to it. You'll find more stuff and there's plenty of things to happen. If you ever get to that. those levels. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, if... if <laughs> Once we release the dum-dum patch, patch, you'll mm-hmm. be able to <laughs> see a lot more um, and we can digitally hold your hand through the experience, you fucking Cro-Mag. Um, <laughs> All right, well, listen, level one, we're waiting for you to release that. So this is a call out for Dum Dum Mode uh, from both yep. of us. Because obviously- Yeah, like- if you guys just want to- um, If you guys just want to- 
give some money to our Patreon <laughs> and we'll fund a petition to send to level uh, level one that he put in a dum dum mode for yeah. dum dum stew so that I can get to level two. I think that's uh, a good idea. I mean, I'll I'll add that perk later on in our Kickstarter Patreon uh, uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. What all th- all three? I think all three is good. Um, so uh, rounding it off at the end, uh, doing our prompts for today, mm-hmm. Stu. I'm going to say purely based on seems to be like low slim slim pickings and sort of like low research results. I'm probably going to give you something a bit more broad. Hopefully that has more interesting mechanics. So I'm going to say okay. electricity is going to be yours. I'm okay. hoping there's going to be some good conceptual stuff there. Yeah. All right. Ah, okay, okay. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Um my my word for you because I recently watched uh Morbius. Did you uh, actually? Oh my god. Yeah, I, did. I was looking at um, that last night and I was like I can't watch this alone. I need to find someone else to watch this with. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be too sad. Did you watch yeah. it alone? Uh, no. Okay, no, thank God. Um, and yeah, don't don't watch it alone. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'll kill myself. Otherwise, <laughs> J- otherwise, Jared Leto will crawl through your TV and method act no! all up in your house. Um, Is it bad but, uh, that I said Morbius into my mirror three times? It might be, and I think the problem is the more people that do that, the closer it gets to Morbin time. Oh, no. Well, actually, but, uh, isn't it about him being a vampire? So, Mira yeah. wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah, you see his reflection in it, which uh, was kind of sad. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my word for you will be uh, also maybe I'm hoping a, a more of a broader one, a glide. Okay. Wait, mm. Morbius glides? Yeah, there's... Uh, spoiler alert, there's a scene where he flies. <laughs> what? And I thought... I, I, sw- I swear to God you were going to say, yours is a vampire or blood. And then he said no, glide, no. and I was like... The scene that lives in my mind at twice the rent it should <laughs> is uh, he's fighting the main villain, right? and then... Who's has Blade? Sort of... Is it Blade? No, it's it's actually a Matt Smith. <laughs> but... He already looks like a vampire. Yeah, and when he vamps out, it is fucked. Um, but uh, basically, they're having a scrap in a train station, and then Jared Leto has this sort of epiphany moment where he realizes, huh, I think I've mastered something. Um, <laughs> he holds his hand up and waves it like you would outside a car catching wind. And he's looking at his hand, and he's seeing the train coming. And then me and another workmate who were watching it were like, "What is he doing? Is he gonna, is he gonna leap in front of the train and do that, kill himself, "Ah." and and end the film?" Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Sparrows. Until the next poor soul says Morbius three times, (laughs) but um, he he leaps in front of the train, and so he thought, "Oh, maybe he'll grip onto the front, and then the train will push him." Yeah, he leaps in front of the train. And then just flies. And he begins suit-style flying, like those those wingsuits. Yeah. But he doesn't have a wingsuit. He's just in prison convict orange jumpsuit. What? Okay. He just starts flying on the wind generated in the tunnel. Did he learn and how he... to hollow out his bones and organs? Uh, I don't know. It, it was so 
Did he take on wild. the properties of a kite? I Well, that was it. It was like, we were so confused by his actions. We were like, has he just figured out about wind? <laughs> like, it's it's wind. I like the what... idea that vampires can't actually feel wind. He's like, yeah, hold on, that, I'm half like, human. And of course, like, of all the things, it was sort of like, He's a vampire, so he drinks blood, and he does all this bullshit, and he has claws. Okay, right. He can do echolocation. I get it. That stuff. The fact that he twigged that he can catch air from a train in a subway to glide without wings doesn't make sense. It's not even a power. Like The problem is, if you shoot, if you shoot a bunch of bat into you, yeah. you might get bat properties. Well, One of which would be yeah. wings, which allows them to fly. Correct. Not that they have the knowledge to figure out flying. To become it a was frisbee like he went, somehow. Wait a minute, I can fly. Well, it was like you don't you don't get to do that. Because here's Sir. the thing: like with when you're talking about literary or other filmic vampires, their way around that is that they transform into a bat to fly. Yeah, Morbius apparently doesn't have the ability to do so or can't grow wings. But no, no. He he, he can definitely doesn't. just become a plastic bag and float in the wind. Yeah, there were just there was just so many options. I would have been happier if he hopped on a large amount of bats and they just sort of Oh, that would have been so good. Like like a carpet. Oh like but, a um, like a fucking Goku's Nimbus cloud full of bats. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this won't like, be like a the house from Up, where he's just tied up, like like James and the Giant Peach with the seagulls. Yeah, uh, yeah. I won't I won't spoil it, but I will say that something similar occurs at the ending of the film. Right. And all I'll say as to motivate you to see it with fuck. someone is Bat Kamehameha. Oh fuck off! All right. Well, <laughs> that's gonna do it. For uh, the world's <laughs> premier Morbius fan yep. cast. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, Splinter podcast. Uh, Leto it all out. <laughs> yeah. Leto it the, all out. Uh, yep. Uh, the Morbius fan cast. More of that next week uh, yeah. with me, your host, Nick, and my partner here, Stu. Uh, we'll see you next week for more of this. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, also, thank you to uh, oh, yeah, Faxing. Right for uh, the wonderful opening theme and uh, be with you and uh, also the artwork by... No, I've forgotten. Amy Manson. Damn it. I know. It's all right. Damn it. Anyway, now we can say goodbye. I don't think I'm going to be happy knowing that their stuff's attributed to a Morbin fan cast. Oh, (laughs) jeez.